Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Another Mom Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Hanisco, um, and I am going to uh, talk to you a little bit about our homeschooling week. Our first week of homeschooling, well, first few days of homeschooling. <laughs> it's been pretty fun, actually. So, my career, I'm actually an instructional designer. I put together curriculums and classes and create courses for um, adult learners at Wayfair, um, but it's very fun for me to also be able to do this for my own daughter as she progresses through her own education. Um, so this Sunday, we've actually been piecemealing things together um, until this weekend, and so uh, actually, let me actually start with a review of Wizarding Days, because we went and had our first, um, we had our first homeschool field trip. We went to a convention in Salt Lake City called Wizarding Days. Um, I highly recommend if you're local to go check this out. They're also doing another one um, this summer in Logan. Uh, so they kind of move between Logan and Salt Lake City uh, just to kind of spread it around the, the, the state. Um, like I said, it's kind of a STEAM, STEM, I like STEAM better, uh, science, technology, engineering, art, math convention focuses very heavily on literacy, um, on different things uh, in, the, in the creative arts as well as science. Um, but we had a lot of fun on Saturday. We went down, we got there right about the time they opened. And the first thing we always do is we always kind of wander around and look at all the vendor booths because that's just the way Lily and I are. We like to shop as, you know, most people do. So we wandered around and Lily was actually so excited. The day before I asked her to draw me um, some pictures and write me a story of what she wanted to see at Wizarding Days and she actually wrote down that she wanted to see Princess Bubblegum and some other characters from Adventure Time. And so as we're walking around some of the first characters we encountered at a booth were of course Princess Bubblegum, Marsha Lee, and Fiona from Adventure Time. So needless to say Lily was quite excited about that. Um, we then continued to walk around. We bought some wands. We bought some um, different little things. We met the mermaids. The mermaids of Salt Lake City are always out, and they're always fantastic with the kids. Um, and then we also decided to get Lily sorted into her Hogwarts house. So as you can imagine, I kind of had my ideas of what how she would be in, and I was actually spot on. <laughs> my little Lily is a Slytherin. Now, as a Gryffindor mom, that kind of is hard for me, <laughs> uh, but I'm actually hoping that she'll embrace it. Um, I actually got her a Slytherin rope that she's been wearing around the house, um, so she's quite excited to be a Slytherin. Um, and then she also found out that her Patronus is an adder, so it's quite fitting. Um, we went and visited the Creature Encounters booth, of course, and we, of course, pet some snakes, held some small snakes. Uh, checked out some lizards and some spiders and all of the great bugs they have there. Um, and then we also just walked around some more. Um, Lily hung out at the Salt Lake Gaming Con booth for a little while and played Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft. That's all we play is Minecraft. We played Mario Kart with a bunch of other kids. Uh, and she was she actually did really good. She didn't win first place, but she was quite happy to place where she placed in, in each of the races. Um, so that's kind of Wizarding Days in a nutshell. Like I said, it's, it's a really fun event if you're local. I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, but let's get on to the homeschooling. So on Sunday morning, I actually sat down at my computer um, while Lily was 
I don't know if she was upstairs or she's playing Minecraft as she does on Sunday mornings. Um, but I decided I wanted to put together the curriculum for the week. So I looked at our schedule and I will post the schedule up as well um, on the website so you can see what we kind of do. So based on what the schedule was, I kind of went through a couple of different websites. Uh, Teachers Pay Teachers had some great uh, unit studies on stingrays, which is the animal she wanted to learn about this week. Um, and then also she wanted to learn about ostriches, so we printed off some of that as well. So what we use, um, we, we kind of like double up on the things. So for instance, let's say she's doing a unit study on stingrays or ostriches. It's reading comprehension, and then it's also some science. So some life science. So basically what she's doing is she's reading these facts about animals. So she's getting the science, the biological, the life science piece, but she's also doing the reading and the reading comprehension at the same time. So she was quite excited to find out that ostriches can be nine feet tall and that they have really big eggs. That was, those were the facts that she told me yesterday about ostriches. So we use those reading passages doubled up. Um, so that you can kind of hit both science and reading at the same time. Comprehension its a good way to do that. Um, she's, we've been working on her 10, pla 10 places a lot. She's doing great with the math. Um, we're going to start working on some telling time and some money this um, next few weeks. So we've got those printed off and ready for her to go this week. Um, and then of course if you've just got writing passages, we printed off some art. Um, some art tutorials so she can learn how to draw a few animals and so it's just step-by-step -step basic shapes of having to draw. I believe there was a penguin that I printed off and there was another one but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> um, so I got a lot of my my worksheets and lesson plans off of um, education.com. So you can do, they have some free materials but if you upgrade to a pro which I believe is $80 a year um, you get access to all of their curriculum lesson plans. They have online assessments. They have online little quizzes and games for the games for the kids to play as well. Um, so I opted. I actually opted to do that quite a while ago um, when Lily first started first grade, just to kind of supplement what she was learning. Um, so we, we use that education.com. Um, Teachers Pay Teachers is a great resource for homeschoolers as well. Um, these are usually worksheets or curriculums put together by teachers um, and they sell them on this website. There are also free resources on Teachers Pay Teachers as well. Um, the Stingray unit that I bought was only $1.75, I believe, so it was pretty inexpensive. Most of the curriculums on there are, are under $10, um, so it really just depends on what you're looking for. And then of course, if, if you're like me, um, you can put together your own curriculums just by piecing things together from the internet. National Geographic Kids is a great website. Um, Discovery Kids is a great website. There's tons of stuff out there. PBS.org has a ton of things um, that you can use to educate. Um, so it really just depends on what you're looking for and what, what you believe your child's needs are. Uh, we use a lot of Let's Go Luna, which is a show on PBS. Um, it's about basically these friends who travel around the world and learn about different cultures, so we use that a lot for our social studies. Um, for social studies this week, her print-offs are actually about the United States, so she's going to be learning some history, some social studies, and again, with that um, and those pieces, she'll also be doing some reading and reading comprehension. So. There are so many resources out there if you're thinking about homeschooling. It's almost overwhelming um, to see the information that's out there on homeschooling. 
Uh, so you can reach out to me if you have any questions about any of that. Um, and then also, I have our um, our family vacation planned out. Um, I actually, last year, at the beginning of this year, I can't remember, I had booked a um, transatlantic cruise, Disney cruise, that was going to go from Miami to Spain. I ended up canceling that cruise because of just time. Um, it was a two-week cruise. So we opted to go for a shorter four-day um, Disney cruise. We're going to go in September. We will be going out of um, Orlando, Port Canaveral, um, to the Bahamas and Castaway Key, which is um, Disney's private island in the Bahamas. And I actually, I've been thinking about this for for about a week now, is how do I take things that we love, Disney, and make them educational. Now, Disney by itself, there's there's so much that Disney did um, in the 1940s and 50s and 60s that was pretty educational. Very, um, well, I mean, I wrote a paper on it, <laughs> Defense of the American Culture. Um, so it's very kind of idealized versions of American history, history writ large. But I was thinking of ways that I could use Disney parks um, to teach my daughter. Now, this is really easy more so at Disney World than it is at Disneyland. So since we're going to Orlando, um, I decided to book uh, rooms. In fact, I've got to finish paying for them this morning. We are going to be staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kadani Village, with a, with a uh, Savannah View room. So a Savannah View room is kind of this open area where you can actually sit out on your balcony and watch some of the savannah animals. I believe they have giraffes and they have different birds. Um, I know they have a couple of different kinds of animals out there, antelopes. Um, the, you know, your traditional kind of savannah animals that aren't lions <laughs> out there that you can watch every morning and every night. So we did that. Um, so we're going to use that as kind of a science cultural piece. I'm going to put together a curriculum over the next few months. So we're going to be staying at Disney World for two days. Um, I've decided we're probably going to go to Animal Kingdom, which is great because it's got all of the animals. We can learn about Africa and Asia and dinosaurs. And so we're going to be doing those pieces. Um, and I'm going to be coming up with some curriculum to do that. We may take a, a tour. They do tours that you can pay extra for. Um, and then we're also going to visit Epcot. And Epcot is pretty big, and Epcot is kind of the big one where you can really use it for education because they have Future World, which is, um, of course, talking about the future and technology. Um, so you've got, uh, like, Spaceship Earth talks about uh, the evolution of technology and communication um, really from the beginning of human history. So you can ride that and kind of talk about the commu communication transformation and technology transformation over the, over, you know, the past thousand years. Um, you've also got Mission uh, Mission Space, which is of course um, Disney's uh, high thrill version of you training to go to Mars. Um, we probably will not ride that with Lily. If we do, we do the green side. There are two sides to that, a green and an orange. The orange is more intense. Um, I've only actually ridden the green one. Um, I may not be able to get her on that, but we can try. But we can use that. They've got um, exhibits after you exit the ride that you can check out about space. 
They, of course, have uh, Living with the Land, or Living with the Land, <laughs> I don't know why I call it that, the Land Pavilion, which you can learn about um, the Earth. They have some great little cartoons in there. They have the Living with the Land ride, which is a little boat ride through their greenhouses. You can also take a, an additional, I think, an hour-long tour of the greenhouses as well. Um, they have Soren. Um, they have a great little cartoon of the Lion King about the Earth. You have Nemo and Friends, which is their aquarium, so you can learn about fish and aquatic sea life. And then you also have the Innovation Pavilions, um, where they talk about technology and math and science and all of those fun things, kind of wrapped up in two, um, an East and West Pavilion of, of uh, you know, science and technology and all those things for kids. And then you have my favorite, which is World Showcase. Uh, so if you've never been to Disney World, World Showcase is a set of pavilions around this lake representing different countries. So they have England, France, Morocco, Germany, Italy, Japan, China, Norway, Mexico, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some. You'll all correct me. Um, but these different pavilions have... Um, uh, international students usually come over for a year and uh, work at the pavilion so you can talk to them about their different cultures, their countries, their language. Um, so I have some some pretty fun ideas for Lily to interact with people to learn about where they're from, learn how to say hello if they speak a language other than English, maybe try some different foods and get her to get a little bit out of her comfort zone. And then they also have uh, what's called kid cot activities with, with these um, these international students where you can actually draw um, or color little puppets and, and talk to them and things like that. Um, so there's always ways to to bring in things that you love and really are have you know you have you have fun learning that's the important thing to remember when you're homeschooling is to have fun. Um, as I said we're also working on uh, social skills as well so we've got some meditation things um, that we're working with her to help her calm down um, and really, like I said, it's just a process of discovering what you really want to do and teach your kid. Um, so that's all I have for today. Um, I know this is probably one of our briefer episodes, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, you can hit me up at sarah at anothermommess.com. You can also find me at another underscore mom underscore mess on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook, just facebook.com slash anothermommess. Um, Remember, parenting is messy. We're all getting it wrong. We're all messy. We're all imperfect. Okay? Have a great day, guys.